What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 199 of the Cheesy Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Anton LaPlatt. Joining me, as always, we have the most generous squid in the sea, Jalen Roberts. What it do? And once the intro is done, we'll have joining us for his second time on the podcast, uh, FTO Nerd Talk, D of FTO Nerd Talk. Um, we got a jam-packed episode for you guys this week. We're going to be talking about Kind of Funny Studios. We're going to be talking about the MCU. We're going to talk about the PlayStation response to the Activision Microsoft deal. And we're going to talk about streaming and like how the sausage is made. So stick around for this jam-packed episode 199. All right, but uh, the reason why the MCU sucks is because the MCU is. Well, the main reason why they suck is because their movies are designed to sell tickets and not be good movies. Like, there's a reason why there's only like four uh, MCU movies that have rewatch value. There's only four of them. Did anybody see the finale for She Hulk? I did today. I, I, keep, I keep hearing about it. I keep hearing like like what happened. Like she breaks the fourth wall in a certain way. And, okay. Uh, like yeah, it's all like the effect of Kevin Feige. And, like, yeah. No, that was Kevin. That was AI Kevin Feige. But the, the thing with She-Hulk specifically is that was always kind of her shtick is that she broke the fourth wall. Yeah. I, I've been reading comics for 20 years. So, yeah. No, I don't right. know about She-Hulk. All right. That's why I was like sometimes that series hit. And it got to, oh, yeah, this is She-Hulk. We're having fun. We're laughing. Let's go. But it ain't it. It's just. And I mean, most of it. And I, She-Hulk, her comic book doesn't, doesn't really sold that well. You know, she's She-Hulk. She's more like a, 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 a side character. She, she has fun when she hangs out with the Fantastic Four. She has fun with, like, when, like, when she's doing like, a team-up with Iron Man or where she joins like, the Avengers for a couple of, couple of uh, comic book pages. Like, she's not really yeah, a solo, standalone kind of comic book character. Yeah, but this is also where we get into like this triples downs on the flaws of lo- of the writing because a law comic book isn't as interesting as a law based TV show. Like, if the She Hulk show was more, you know, law like well, I mean, actual they had law. I know they had a court drama. case, but yeah, yeah. Like, but I mean, I want the week. Like, I see, I could see them going and doing that better if they continue with this. But for it to be a case of the week, like. Actual, like it wasn't a law law show. Like they really were heavy handed with the superhero aspect, but we at least were in a courtroom every single episode except the last one. No, wait, wasn't the episode? Wasn't last week's episode a wedding? I don't think we were in court last week. The wedding was like episode four. Okay, okay, (laughs) I do not know what time is anymore. But uh. Really, my thing about it is I just don't think that the writing was strong enough to really carry any of it. So they kind of had to rely on more of more things that would, you know, bring attention on the Internet than yeah. would actually make towards a I mean, good they show. Called, like. They called that out. And it's just like after they broke the fourth wall and was like, yeah, this is going to save us from Twitter this week. Like every decision they made from that point on was like, oh, they are doing this character this week because they need to save themselves from Twitter. They're doing this, like, thing to just MCU it up, you know? Right. MCU's finally hit the Star Wars problem, where a good chunk of their products are more about the meta 
of the franchise than it actually is about telling any sort of story or anything like that. I don't know. Dude, I haven't know. watched yeah. Andor. They were. They did the same thing with the the, the Scarlet Witch show. They did the same thing with Falcon Winter Soldier. They just they did take from what the I audience like was saying. And just, <laughs> like I like Falcon Winter Soldier. I got I didn't make it past episode three of the Scarlet Witch. I I enjoyed them, but it's just one of those things where it's like... Wasn't episode three... I mean, I'm not going to say, like, after that it was really good. That was when, like, they showed the outside world, right? Yeah. Was episode three. I think it was episode four where it, like, actually happened. But I didn't didn't make it past, like, the end of episode three. I couldn't couldn't do it. It was too much for me. I mean, part of it is the fact that it's like, let's be 100 here. Most of Wanda's actual character comes from the show. Which is her at her worst because <laughs> she's going yeah, through mean, it. The like, only she was because it's like that she was, was the only she was there. development she got at any point, and so like and that's they knew and that's they kind of the problem with the MCU. Her. And that's a continuing problem with the MCU is that their characterization was like I was happy to have Matt back, Matt Murdock back, but he was still riding high up with the. He was just on vacation from the fucking Netflix show. Well, no, that so part of the contract and the reason they're doing that and the reason uh, Hugh Jackman is going to be the Wolverine is because part of the contract is they can't use those characters from those other series. Like they can't recast them. They're doing Ward again. Yeah. Oh, they can't recast them. Yeah, Yeah, they they shouldn't recast them. They have to use those same actors to get those storylines started earlier on because they have to wait longer if they want to recast. So that's why we have Professor Xavier. That's why we're having. But Fantastic Four didn't fall under that, so that's why we were able to have a different Reed Richards. But the reason we're Hugh Jackman, Wolverine, and. Born Again Daredevil and even the fucking Quicksilver in WandaVision like the reason That wasn't we, the right Quicksilver. I am aware. <laughs> Look, there are so many problems with Quicksilver in that show that I don't want to get back into. To my, that goes back to my point though is that the thing about it is too much of the actual structure of the MCU is to set up the next movie. It's to set up the next product to sell you. All to of the these fact shows that we'll... have been setting up that, that some movies that I don't even see. That was the complaint about Thor. That was the complaint about, was the complaint about Captain America. Like, that's been the entirety uh, of the MCU. They are setting up a movie that I don't even know what the fuck the movie's gonna be. Like, Moon Knight felt like it was setting up for Moon Knight to be in a movie. What movie in the next Okay, no, Moon Knight just had pacing issues. Moon Knight, I think Moon Knight was supposed to be a movie that they just put as a TV show because... I haven't watched it. We're it has pace. It's I've watched watch the all last of three them episodes. all the way watch through. Watch the last three episodes. I've watched, watched the last all three of the Marvel shows is all the only, way through except Hawkeye. Is it only six episodes long? Is it Moonlight only six episodes long? Yeah, all, all of yeah. them up until... Uh, I think She-Hulk might be the only one that's eight, but all of them are Yeah, eight. I think She-Hulk is... Yeah. But I mean, it's that six-week quick hit. I get to see my Marvel Splash logo. I get to well, basically, like, it sells you a, your Disney Plus <laughs> subscription for another month. I micro. It's another month subscription. I don't. That's a cool thing. They're doing that to keep people on. But as somebody who doesn't pay for Disney Plus, I just reap right? the benefit. <laughs> it's just fan service, man. It's all fan service. It, it's micro dosing dopamine, which like yes, not even the right that's, kind that's of fan a great service. Way to put it. 
It's a well, great it's just way like how it. the movies are. The movies are really great when you're sitting down in a theater getting your brain split open with the sheer amount of everything that's going on. But the moment you sit down and think about it, most of them are just like, there's really nothing there. No, right. there isn't. So this, they're not really filmed. They're, they're just like splashing, like blah, blah, blah. But they're play? not even fun splashing blah, 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 blah. Because Batman and Robin and Batman Forever is a good time. <laughs> Those movies are just shit happening. <laughs> I mean, the Batman like was was top notch for a reason. That's year, why the know? Batman was so good because they're like, okay, we yeah. could do this detective thing, but we will stop and be horny for twenty minutes. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, there you go. Every time. I forgot I'm where talking. I was going. I want to shout out early <laughs> in the episode. <clears throat> Next week is episode two hundred cheesy controller podcast. As you know it. It's going to change forever. I just want to shout it out early in the show. We're not doing a spare bedroom level glow up like kind of funny is doing with the spare bedroom. It's like it's not on that level. But well, no, we're upstairs. You know, we're go- <laughs> we're going we're on to the second floor. Yeah. we've gone to going, the second going, floor. Going upstairs. Yeah, the controller is going upstairs. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> and so next week, uh. We'll start our new schedule. I'll be laying that out more as we go. Uh, We're changing up the scheduling of the show. We're going to be doing more things with the show in the coming future. Jalen, have you worked on any of the things? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Did you? (laughs) Yeah, actually, yeah. (laughs) No, actually, I did, yeah. So we have (laughs) we have new a whole bunch of stuff coming for you guys next week. So stay tuned. Uh, It'll be Saturday. So the first thing that like we can say is Wednesday recordings are no longer going to be a thing. We're going to be trying to oh shit Chase shout out. Uh, So that leads me into the next thing. The reason Chris and Madrid are not here is because. Chris is in New Orleans. Uh, Madrid is in California. They are off gallivanting. Uh, Chase, <laughs> the one thing I want from you, since you're in the live chat, I want you to meet up with Madrid. All right, not Madrid, Chris. I already know Madrid's meeting up with everybody in SF. Like, there's absolutely no. The rupees are going to probably record a podcast. Like, he's going to have a great time out there. But, yeah. So, next week, Wednesday recordings are gone. Uh, we're moving to Saturday. So, next week, Saturday around noon Eastern plus CPT. Uh, CPT. Uh, look out for it. But Is that yeah. going to be your new thing? Like, you guys going to be doing, like, Saturdays at the Rattle Records? Yeah, well, (laughs) so the thing, it's not going to necessarily be every Saturday, but like Saturday is going to be like a mod, like a podcasting marathon for me. Gotcha. Yeah, because like we do a podcast on Saturdays. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so Table Cheese and Cheesy Controller, it'll be back to back, but it's for different audiences, but you know. Depending on the order they go in, like on whatever particular weekend. Yeah, it'll be fun for me. Did you guys see the Mario trailer? Yeah, have yes. we talked about that on here? 
I don't know if we've talked about that on anywhere, but yeah, the Mario trailer. Uh, that movie, since the second they announced it, I was like, this is going to be a glorious shit post, and I am here for every fucking ounce of it. <laughs> like, look I, I at the cast say. outside of Chris Pratt. Anya Taylor-Joy as Peach is, like, incredibly inspired. Keegan-Michael Key as Toad. Charlie Day as Luigi. Like, Jack Black as Bowser. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Like, this casting is just... Part of me, so much of me, wishes this were a live-action movie. Because seeing these characters, like, these actors as these characters in the flesh... Because the guy from Portlandia... I need... Uh, I need some I need some daredevil style marketing with the cast members dressed up as the characters oh, yeah. in their voices doing their interviews. I, That's what I need. I That's like what that. I need to sell the show. <laughs> I like and like that. just like Jack Black in a Bowser suit. Yes. Yes. You do it. Doing his you Bowser do voice would be <laughs> but I just need him to be answering like I just need the the, the return of Jack Black pretending to be Bowser, pretending to be Jack Black. <laughs> it's so meta. <laughs> Jack Bla- or Jack Black being Bowser in Tenacious D. That's what I need. Oh God, the Bowser song <laughs> in that voice. Oh, oh no, it's epic. a musical. That's the thing people are missing about this movie. It's a musical. What? Keegan Michael Key has talked about the song he did as Toad, and Jack Black has talked about the song he does as Bowser. There are set, there are character specific musical numbers that are happening in this movie. This movie you, is going to be the best be fucking. No, I'm dead ass. <laughs> like, I'm not going to say it's a full musical, but we got a, But so far, we, we have, got two confirmed songs. We have two, we have confirmed, two confirmed songs. songs. <laughs> You guys, like, let's be. This is legit. Whoa. Yes. Yes. I am here. Bowser and Toad both got tracks. A fucking opening weekend. I am in. My ass is in a theater. Look, I need that ping. I need Penguin Key. I need a Penguin Key track. I need Penguin Key King to drop bars. Because when that penguin was like, do you yield? Right? That was epic. Why is that penguin so intense? Yeah, this movie outside of Chris Pratt. And like. It's and, and I will fact. say this once again. The only reason I'm hating on Chris Pratt is because his voice is so lame. Like, purely. Well, purely. apparently they're... Like, he's a douchebag. Yeah, apparently Chris Pratt is a douchebag. But the thing is... I mean, is, that too. Chris Pratt was enjoyable <laughs> in Guardians. Chris Pratt was... In, Endgame was really the turning point. Like, society shifted against... Or Infinity War. That's not necessarily true. That's not necessarily true. And and here's why I say this. Here's why I say this. All the Chris Pratt is an asshole thing came out in between Guardians 1 and 2. It's just that in the end of the... It's just that once we got to... It's just when we got to Infinity War, his character wasn't worth defending. So everyone was like, oh, it's just Chris Pratt now. (laughs) That's basically what happened. (laughs) His character was a dude, bro. His character was a straight up dude, bro. I mean, you know, right. Star Lord is a dude, bro. But uh, honestly, MCU Star Lord is a dude, bro. Comic book Star Lord is an entirely different character. Yeah, he's three hundred percent. I feel he's like in the comics. he's stoic in the comics. Yeah. in the comics, he's literally an actual Guardians. hero. I have three references for Guardians of the Galaxy. I have the animated show, 
which I've seen a few episodes of here and there. It's not like something I've seen like front to back or anything. I have the game, which I played probably the first three, four worlds of, and then just fell off because it just kept going and it didn't like really build momentum in my opinion. Like it was a good game. It just didn't like Spider-Man picked it up. Uh, Avengers was the same problem. Like, I didn't get far into Avengers because, like, Avengers, like, even though it was the whole uh, A-Day thing, like, I don't know. Avengers, because I wanted to play the Kamala Khan story in Avengers. Like, that, I went into that game. I was like, I got it dirt cheap. I'm going to hop into it. PS5 version. Let's go. I want to see this Kamala Khan story. Because Kamala is a character that's interesting. Like, I'm rooting for my brown people out there. Like, go Kamala. If you get a chance, check out Earth Mightiest Heroes. Like, uh, you get like you get like a more comic accurate depiction of yeah. someone in Earth Mightiest Heroes. I, I mean, heck, get with UD and Star-Lord is an actual it. hero. That's the thing about it is he's not some yeah. sarcastic, modern, I'm just a handsome rogue doing the right thing. No, he's like an actual, I'm here for truth, justice. I'm here to save the fucking world. He's, he's a lot like Captain America, Superman. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. so like he's I like mean, Captain. Yeah, he, didn't it, it wasn't his whole entire shtick was that he went into space on an experiment and basically got a super suit was chosen by aliens to be a space cop. Isn't that his entire origin story? That's pretty much it, yeah. Like, I'm going to say right now, they turned Star-Lord into Cyclops' dad. (laughs) Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Of course, there's a womanizer, though, dude. (laughs) I'm just saying, let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. You don't make those types of Jackson Pollock jokes if you're not acting like as Summers. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, you, get, you do have a point. And I, done, I do love Corsier. I'm just saying, yeah, I do love Corsier. He's a cool guy. So do I. I love my dashing rogues. That's why the MCU Star-Lord works. Like Because they made him a dashing rogue. Pull off, pull off that 80s stash. But uh, Corsier right? does a good job. Yeah. That's who I re- that's who I need to see a movie of. Let's let's where the fuck is Corsair? It's not gonna happen. Where are the Marauders? Can we see the mutants? We're gonna get we're gonna get Wolverine and Deadpool first, and it's gonna be like a year or so until we get more mutants. I'm gonna be a hundred here. I would be so happy if Deadpool three was just fucking Mojo World. It was just fucking Mojo, and they were kidnapped by an alien and they were put on interdimensional fucking TV. Well, no, the original pitch for the Deadpool Wolverine movie was a buddy cop road trip, which I would be in. And I mean, I'm kind of getting that vibe from the like teasers they've done of like it building out to be a buddy cop road trip kind of deal. Like an intro film to all the all the other mutant side characters. Yeah. I well, I mean, that. so they you know, Kamala's a mutant. I, uh, Jennifer Walters is a mutant. Like they are going kind of. Which hard. I didn't understand why they did that. That doesn't make any like for Jennifer specifically. That doesn't make any sense to me at all. Like they just did that to do that. <laughs> <sighs> well, because you know it's what? like they we literally mean. have a point A and B. Like. And also, mutations don't work like that. <laughs> also, mutations don't work like that. They they don't they don't like demand. They're literally a part of puberty. So, 
She's like a mutate. If Jennifer was going to be She's going through this, she would need to be like Kamala's age. She could just be a metahuman. It could have just been the whole, you know, she got it's Banner's like blood and doesn't have the mental trauma that causes her to Hulk like he does. So hers is more she, just an extension of her. Like, we could just have that. She's a, she's a mutate. Like Spider-Man, like Black Panther. Oh, that's what they're calling metahumans these days. Well, that's what they that's call even the worse. The Marvel Universe, because DC That's even has, worse. Like, that's even like, worse. DC, DC is metahuman. Marvel okay, is I was about to say, Epic is metahuman, so that's probably why. <laughs> but uh, if if metahuman is the DC term for it, uh, mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Huh, D, I kind of want to... <sighs> All right, so... Kind of funny, they launched a 5,000-square-foot state-of-the-art studio, the spare bedroom. Shit's great. Like, I remember, like, they posted some clips from, like, a 2017 episode they did talking about, like, what they would want from their next space. (laughs) But I, being a long-time Kind of Funny listener, I specifically remember the week the Patriot Act came out on Netflix. And it was on some show where Tim was talking about, like, it was the next evolution of what he wanted. He's like, the video wall is great, but he has a video wall and floor. And their video floor is not that impressive yet. But the fact that that they did it is inspiring. Like, I would not be podcasting today right now what's at all if it weren't for kind of funny because the two podcasters i look up to the most colin moriarty and greg miller on like an episode of the game over greggy show like probably well i'm guessing like about six years ago was like if you want to be a podcaster if you want to do what we do if you want to like if you want this this is what you need to do you need to be consistent you need to like Fake it till you make it. You need to put yourself out there. You need to work with what you got and practice your craft and hone it. And that is what those are the tenants that I podcast and like work by of just like be consistent, be there, like put yourself out there, fake it till you make it. Like Jalen, you have been there where we are really. The studio, like the room that I am in now, was our recording studio originally. And we had mattresses on the wall as soundproofing. Twin-sized mattresses, like, in the corners to just soak up sound. And, I mean, like, seeing their growth, like, they've been uh, at it about the same amount of time that we've been at it. Because it was, like, really them going off on their own and starting fresh because like they had jobs at ign like everybody on kind of funny's like initial payroll had jobs with benefits jobs like stable games industry jobs and they left it all behind and like that was particularly inspiring to me of like if these guys can do it i can fucking do it and so, like, seeing their growth, like, their studio is really awesome. I highly recommend you go look at Kind of Funny Vids on Twitter. Uh, they had Kojima narrate their announcement, which was fucking baller. I was like, whose voice is this? I was like, I know this voice 
because the way I saw it initially, it didn't have like Kojima attached to it, and but yeah, so like I was like, I know this voice, like this is a Japanese voice I know, but I'm like, I don't know anybody who would do something for kind of funny with a Japanese voice, but it's crazy that they got Kojima. Part of me thought it was Sakurai because uh, Tim is like the biggest Sakurai fan. So I I figured it was going to be Kojima because uh, Greg. While Sakurai did start the start the uh, YouTube channel, Kojima has a podcast now. Yeah. Uh, So I figured I haven't listened to it. I'm going to let it stack because I think it's going to be like a first season of it and I'm just gonna listen to the first season like on a fucking weekend just straight through and like just really get all the stuff because when anytime there are podcasts like that where it's like somebody you who you don't know from podcasting is making a podcast like the Game Makers Notebook that podcast there's a a podcast that uh, the people who made Playdate, Teenage Engineering, like there's a podcast they do. Um, they're like podcasts like that. I really like just sitting down and absorbing like a book. Yeah, I will say, looking at it, the thing with the uh, Kojima podcast specifically is they're short enough. They're they're mostly on the short side. Like most of them, I just are gotta listen to my podcast minutes. on Spotify. Like I went through uh, recently, and I'm like all, a lot of the podcasts I listen to, I subscribe to on my Spotify account. But the problem is, I just don't use Spotify. Like I understand personal that, problem, homeboy. Yeah, that's a personal problem. You did that to I'm yourself. Too, I'm too ingrained into Apple Music and Apple Podcasts at this point that like I could really go make. It's super easy for me to put in the work to do it, but it's just like I don't have to put in any additional work to do it how I'm currently doing it. Sucks to I mean, suck. I, I I hear what you're saying. Like, uh, and it is cool. Like they're doing this, but they did kind of have like a leg up. They had like a whole base and following from IGN and Rooster Teeth and all those companies they work for. And then like you know they gather all those followers and like all the, all like the the people who work with them in those areas. And they brought this to their studio where like they're doing big things, new things. They're like they're gonna make a big name for themselves in the podcasting and gaming world. And, well, like, I mean with, like, they've yourself, already like. uh I sent you the announcement video and it's like Greg hosted E3 like that. You're right that they did come in with the following because I've been listening to Gr- Colin. And I don't Greg even think that's the most important thing. Beyond. I think the important thing was the experience they got from the podcast is going into that. Like, you know, because looking at their early days versus our early days, it's like there was a lot that they knew going into this. Well, I mean, <laughs> listening to them on a weekly basis there was a lot of being like, oh, shit, we don't know how to do this. One of us is going to figure it out. Like, that's the thing. Our trajectory as a podcasting group is similar to theirs. It's just we're not starting from the platform of Podcast Beyond. Like, our exponential growth I get what you're saying is we're still in, if we were them, we would still be at IGN. Basically. Wait, was it IGN? 
Yeah, it was IGN. Uh, all the Rooster Teeth stuff was after they went independent, so... Yeah, so it, they'd still be at IGN at... Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. That's... Look, as, as, I, as I was saying, like, much like much like yourself, like, I do feel that need, like, to be consistent, to keep on going, to uh, put yourself out there, and, like, just, like, have that flow of content going out there, like, even with or without, like, the followers... Like to have your back and like to probably keep you pushing you doing this. Like uh, it does feel good to like to to make your content, to make a name for yourself, to have like a, I wouldn't say legacy, but like you know have like like a, a feel for yourself in the industry that you're in. Like you know, as as far as I know, like you're one of, like the top people, Anton. Like uh, when it comes to gaming, like you are like top notch, knowledgeable when it comes like to to gaming and gaming content. Like and like no one can take that from you. And like you know, knowing you. I'm appreciative for that. So, like, so I hear what you're saying. Like, when it comes like to, like, following your craft and going at it in this industry. Yeah, I mean, like, now I can sit behind a microphone for four hours, and like, you would have four hours of content spewing from my mouth. But like, when we started this, that is not something I could have done. Like, I I think our like old old episodes, the never released episodes, were like. 30 40 minutes yeah and now like 30 40 minutes blows by in an instant we're already 30 minutes into this <laughs> oh yeah yep and this is way higher quality than whatever those were that, this that progression you were talking about yeah man <laughs> I wouldn't mind having the studio, though. I'll say that. The studio looks nice. Like, yeah. Just, the just, only problem yeah. is real estate in Atlanta is just fucked. Because, like, behind the scenes on the Kind of Funny Studios, it was an illegal grow house in that warehouse. They got busted. And then so they were able to get it, like, on the low. Like, they were able to slide in and, like secure their studio space so like if there's an illegal grow house and a warehouse in atlanta that you know of don't say anything but just when they get busted let me know i like <laughs> keep it on the low though right yeah keep de- we definitely don't need to be broadcasting like <laughs> if we're getting a warehouse there is a warehouse that i really think i'm there might be potential to use it's just like a lot of steps that would have to be but there's a space in the city of atlanta that i would love to work out of like have like build a cheesy controller hq there like have an office there but you ready for that like for daily content for like making podcasts every day that's a fucking dream like I've been ready for that for a couple of years now. Like, let me be at a desk on a microphone talking to cool people, like doing creating content all day, every day. Like I understand, like I don't cause when I stream, I don't like particularly being on camera, just playing games. Okay. But like, streaming for cheesy and being on a podcast and talking like or even doing table cheese with you like being i am way more comfortable doing this than i am trying to entertain an audience 
of it just being me talking into the void, essentially. That's why a lot of times when I stream, I'll be in a party with people and I'll talk with the people in the party and kind of have that be the content. But I am not like... I am not your ninja. I am not like... I don't have dances I do when I do certain things in games. Like... You will occasionally see me have, like, a pop-off moment and, like, get hype, but, like, it's rare enough. And I think that part of the pressure of having a camera on me while I'm gaming kind of suppresses that. No, I get that. I can see that. <clears throat> All right, so... All right. Yeah, I see you put uh, Brazil approved the Microsoft Activision Blizzard deal. Um, yep. They and they specifically said we don't need to protect PlayStation. Yeah, which I find to be hilarious. Here's the thing: Brazil legislation on gaming is not. It's just kind of become a battleground because PlayStation kind of tried to go there and get a foothold into like trying to fight this. But the real opposition for it is going to be coming from the EU and the UK. Like, European regulators are, like, way harsher. Yeah, but they're more, fo- but yeah, but they're more focused on monetization and loot boxes, not no, with who's- this, because if you think about it, they did, Europe, they did pass legislation on, like, monetization and loot boxes, but they've also, they are the ones that, like, have forced Apple's hand on putting USB-C in the iPhone. Which is, I see, yeah. Yeah, so, I agree with that. Like, looking at how things, because even the Epic Apple deal here in the USA is, like, one kind of, like, big thing. But, like, as far as I thought looking, they had a case against each other. I thought that was a case against each other. Yeah, they had a case against each other, but there was also, like, regulations, like, because it was called into, like, that Apple has a monopoly, essentially. And so, like, that was a thing because the whole thing with Epic Apple started because Epic tried to implement its own payment system into Fortnite through the App Store, bypassing Apple's cut. And they're like, well, Apple has the monopoly, so we had no choice but to bypass the cut. But, yeah, Europe has pushed for legislation as far as loot boxes, and Europe has pushed forward legislation as far as proprietary... Like, if they're making Apple do things, that says, like, I think that's where... Microsoft has its biggest concern is in oh, you are the absolute. EU and UK. Like Brazil, I would be surprised if there is I, any I more put the Brazil in there specific. I put Brazil in there specifically because they said they did need to protect PlayStation. That's the main reason why I put that in there. Yeah, and I mean, the thing, Jim Ryan, like, I've said this before on the podcast, but I need to reiterate, Jim Ryan is everything wrong with PlayStation. Since Jim Ryan took over PlayStation, we have not had the same PlayStation that I fell in love with. And, like, it's just, Jim Ryan, crying Jim, for you sacred symbols listeners out there, uh, he is just... Like, he is a businessman. And, like, we've had Sony executives be personalities. We've had Sony executives, like, 
do things. Like we had people like Gio Corsi. Shuhei Yoshida got moved from head of Worldwide Studios and replaced with Herman Hulst. And like while I have a soft spot for Herman Hulst because like his voice is synonymous with shooters on PS3 for me because of Killzone 2 and 3. Like Herman Hulst is like a voice in the industry that it, it'd be like if Cliff Blazinski were running like xbox game studios like it'd be really cool but at the same time like phil spencer's handling it right now and shuhei Yoshida was handling it but then got relegated to handling like indie relations so yeah but my thing about it is and the reason why i'm more like on playstation than that's for this it's because I find it bold. I find it funny that Sony's the one like, well, we, we, we just want the players to be able to have everything when Sony basically tries to get exclusive content for almost every game. Yeah, they're hypocrites like, like hell. Like, Sony's making themselves look bad in this because every time they try and point to something, they're like at least three fingers pointing at them for doing the exact same thing. Like, and then also we're heading into a... And making them first party and all their games exclusive insomniac made an xbox exclusive game sunset overdrive made by insomniac yeah. was an xbox exclusive game and so like Sony's xbox it get- was an xbox exclusive because only x because sony didn't want it sony didn't want it sony, that's why it was an exclusive i am really waiting for the day just because like i know insomniac's working their asses off so they could like give this to like a port team or whatever like panic button like somebody outside of the first party to do this but i want sunset overdrive on playstation like sony paid the millions to get insomniac as an in-house studio we don't need fuse we don't need well i guess we have song of the deep but like we don't need to worry about song of the deep the one insomniac game that i want to play on ps5 that i can't play from like the modern era is sunset overdrive also, I would like to add is we're going. Also, I think resistance. part of the reason why Sony is wants is worried about this acquisition so much is because we're heading into a future where exclusives exclusivity is becoming more and more pointless. Honestly. Like you're not getting the return on investment. Like heck, we're at a point where I basically don't need a PS5 anymore. Yeah. Like I mean, for a- I basically. <laughs> There are still the handful of exclusives that you can only play on PS5. Demon Such as? Souls, Ratchet and Clank nah, Rift care. Apart. Uh, so, like... Yeah, and Splatoon 3 outsold everything. Yeah, very true. Because, you know, accessibility. It's one of those things where it's like... It's one of those things where it's like... Well, Sony needs to keep up the exclusive thing so they can try and finish getting the return on investment that they would that they were getting at the beginning of the console life cycle that they didn't get partially because of scalpers like you know you got to say something about somebody who's going to buy 800 fucking playstations so they could try and sell them at triple the price but the fact that the availability has been such a bitch it's like a well, lot of their availability are has and that's this is something it has drastically especially in the states availability has drastically improved because the thing is the the skew of the ps5 that they're selling here now is the horizon bundle they've announced the god of war bundle they're selling it at 550 dollars i couldn't even get the modern i tried to get the modern warfare 2 bundle last week couldn't do it 
but that's not a PlayStation. So PlayStation Direct. No, it was off a of PlayStation Direct. It was a PlayStation. Oh, I didn't know they had a Modern Warfare 2 bundle. Yeah. They even had a Modern Warfare one. Tried to get that. Nope. They have so much stock that they finally emailed me. I signed up for PlayStation Direct, like, the day they announced the PS5, and I finally got an email of, like, hey, you you, you need another PS5? And I was like... Never got one of them. Not right Never now. Never got one. <laughs> but it's also... But, and, and that's the thing about it, is you could see them adjusting for that. You know, more... You're still getting, like... God but, of War is coming to PS4, ain't it? Yes. And also, not just that, but then also their exclusives are basically hitting PC in a year. Yeah, essentially. So, why I mean, would I need a PlayStation 5 at this point? I would say you don't. The, re- the reason my PS5, even though I can play these games in other places, is still my primary place to game... It's because I like being in a PSN party with my friends on my PlayStation. And so, like, that kind of... And, I mean, I've talked about that. Like, PlayStation being... Like, it's where my trophies are. Like, I don't care about my Steam achievements. I don't care about my Xbox achievements. There's no achievement system on Nintendo. Like... Who who does anymore? Like seriously, who cares about like achievements anymore? Like, do you guys I mean, actually, I like, care about gamers, like I know mode? that somebody out there cares about achievements. I know that there are people out there that care about achievements the way that I care about trophies. And okay, there are there 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 are like right. really, yeah. if we're being a hundred here, the community is borderline the same. Like we're, we're basically it's a circle. Yeah, what you're talking about, but. And, and for me personally, it's more of like you could you can measure how I feel about a game by how many trophies I have in it. Like if I thought a game was like ten out of ten best thing ever made, I'll most likely get the platinum for it. But does that give you loyalty to a console, like for all those trophies and and, and achievements? Yes. I mean, it's more of just like this is where all my shit is. That's that's the thing about it is that, yeah, like all my stuff is in that ecosystem. It's not the ecosystem. It's the fact that all my stuff is there. Like right. if they made it so that you could transfer everything. And it was like, let's say somehow there was like a unified game trophy system that combined, like, aggregated all your trophies across and, and achievements across everything into one thing. I would care more. But it's like. All my stuff's there. So, like, you, I'm guessing one of you are Xbox. Another one's PlayStation. Like, no, I'm more. I'd say- I have an Xbox. I have an Xbox, yeah. but my primary gaming way is a uh, PC. Yeah, I was like, Jalen has a Series S, but I would definitely categorize Jalen as more of a PC gamer. Not but so you also have a Steam Deck, so there I, I love my Steam Deck. That's what I'm leading to. That's exactly I, 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 love like, I love my Steam Deck so much. I love my Steam Deck so much. Like uh, Jalen and I it's, are the two that have like. It's gonna make this obsolete. Like, I think like it's gonna make these all these conversations about consoles completely obsolete in no more than two years, man. Like, no one's gonna be talking uh, yeah, about like. Well, the I mean, this is what we the, get into. What Microsoft's been doing is Microsoft's like, okay, if we're at the point where it doesn't matter where you play, as long as you buy the damn game, or in this case, case pay your Game, game Pass subscription. Yeah, let's focus. on Then that's the only that. thing that matters. Mm. While Sony over here is still like, we need to sell consoles in these seventy dollars games. Well, like for now, it's working for him. Like you know, you still can't find many PlayStation, but like, like sadly enough, it, it's still working for it. Still get like a bit of a payout. And like as Anton just said, like God of War three is coming out pretty, or God of War twenty twenty two is coming out fairly soon. God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, but that, for the that is going to 
<laughs> Apologies. Got a yeah, it actually has a title. Uh, but it's I'll also... <laughs> but also the thing with that, though, is like with PlayStation specifically is part of what made the PS4 such a moneymaker is because it had that wide adoption, every single game was going to get that wide adoption. Like... I'm not entirely sure everybody who has a PS5 actually cares about God of War. Yeah. So the thing with the PlayStation 5 is it seems that off the momentum, because PlayStation has been cocky PlayStation. Like PlayStation hasn't been making the best moves this generation. I mean, it's their turn. Yeah. It's their it, turn. It, it happens. It literally goes back and forth every generation. But the thing is, the PlayStation that, like, got me embedded in their ecosystem was the PSP, PS3 era PlayStation. That was the PlayStation that got me in as a fan. And so, D, I see what you're saying of the Steam Deck. Yes, the Steam Deck, the Steam Deck is getting to the point where it can play all Xbox and all PlayStation first-party games natively and that mm-hmm. is a huge thing for and you hey, can miles is about to hit switch. that thing soon enough yeah november next month Woo! Uh, by the time this comes out it'll be less than a month until miles is on steam and like that i think that's a good thing because the thing is giving that year of grace period like i completely understand if day one you're I think I'm the only person I know who day one was like really in there for Spider-Man and Miles Morales. And I'm probably one of the only people like honestly, PlayStation's release late this generation hasn't really been for me. I'm playing third party games on my PlayStation almost exclusively. So it's not the Sony first party games that are bringing me to PlayStation. It's these games that I could technically play anywhere. It's just I'd rather play them in on my i play Fortnite, which you can play damn near anywhere like anything yeah. any device with the internet connection or a screen you can, yeah, you can play, play Fortnite, and so the fact that i choose to play that on my playstation destiny you can play almost anywhere like right. i but i choose to play destiny on my playstation 14 i think that's the I think that's the actual theme of this generation where it's like, it's not about exclusives anymore. It's you play wherever the, wherever you feel comfortable playing on. Cause we borderline have access to everything. So it's like, if I want to play for example, Anton likes playing stuff on his PlayStation. He could just play it on his PlayStation. Yeah. I like playing stuff on my PC. That's I could just play I, it on my PC. That's why I was super behind cross play and cross progression. And I wish every game with the online component had that because cross and I mean even Ubisoft has gotten better about letting you transfer your single player saves. You can transfer your cyberpunk save. You can transfer like there are a lot more games that are getting with the like let you take your save where you're going to play the game because odds are you're going to buy another copy of the game to play it somewhere else and so that's just more money for them so like why not let you take your save instead of making you start over because that way you're more invested in like so like overwatch is free to play but I have merged my Switch, Xbox, PlayStation, PC, all of those accounts. Everywhere that I've ever played Overwatch, all of those accounts are merged. And all of everything I do is across all of those things all at once. And so uh, between 
cross save and cross play because cross play is a really huge thing as far as connect like, like yeah yeah because like like uh, honestly take- if i'm if you're playing a game and it's multiplayer i don't give a fuck who where my friends are i should be able to play with them it's yeah. simple as that and, i don't care if someone's and, on their playstation that- i don't care if someone's on their phone I should that's be able to I'm, get on a Discord call at. and talk shit. That's what I'm getting at. It's like it's exactly that. Like I was, I was letting like letting you two like get, get this out. Like I, I said, you guys like I've got points to make, but like like that's the way the way that we're talking about games is definitely the old way of gaming of, of gaming. And I, I hear what Jalen is saying. Like uh, this new age of gaming is going to change things up. And I gotta tell you, man. Like uh, I, and I mean, me things have changed. Who, who hasn't had a console? I haven't had a console in like about. My, my oldest my my middle kid is six years old i haven't had a console in six years and i haven't really like you know had the urge to buy a new console simply because of that reason and like honestly when i heard about this same deck that, that you guys are talking about like that's that's it that's oh, the D. game changer right there, multiverses man. is on my steam deck so when we che- see each other next saturday you have to play multiverses play I, I finally get to play this game and i would like, like to add something for, i would like to add something to what you were saying is i'm the exact same way like I bought I'm mostly the same way like I didn't feel a need like I bought a console because it's like I want a console to play Game Pass right I, I need the console version of Game Pass I need a console for that Game Pass but I don't it, it, shit if Sony finally integrated Discord into the PSN party I would it not so turn on close, my PlayStation I can fucking wish they will it. Yeah, right. right. and then, and then, and then the moment to. that happens, my PS4 goes on the display it's shelf. Useless. Like, what do you use stra- for after that? Exactly. It like, goes it, straight it goes to the display. Sh- exactly, and it's like, and and that's the and that the story the, of PS5 like, is you're, you're, it's hard. They have a poor adoption rate to how we're going into a general into a future where console exclusivity does not actually matter. So far. I, I say like I, 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 Sony is a company that, that is innovative. That's always like on a cutting end floor of like of change and innovation. I think like they're going to be able to keep up with what's happening. It's just like we may not see it coming as it's happening. It, like it's going to be a big surprise to us when it does happen, and like we may not really recognize it when it does. But I I, I believe in Sony. Well, that's probably like because I'm, I'm a Sony guy when it comes to all things Sony. But uh, like Xbox has their has their pass. But I do think like they're going to keep up with this, these changes that are happening. I just I, I see that happening. I could be wrong, but I see it happening. I mean, they're going to have to figure out something soon because it's just like, I mean, heck, out of their slate of games that is coming to the PS5, the only one I care about is Spider Man Two. That's the only one I really care about. I suppose, yeah. You know, for a lot of folks, I mean, if you can wait a year, you can play it on Steam. Exactly. Exactly. It's one of those things where it's like you have one game that makes me care about. Uh, uh, but I, I know they are. I could see that game. I could see Spider-Man 2 being exclusive to PS5, but there's also a part of me that sees that game coming to PS4. I mean, it depends on how their supply, how they feel about their their actual like adoption, you know. All right. Like, if they feel like okay, our audience has it, then you know, then All we'll right. probably start seeing the real bangers. 
So D, right now. I'll let you get ahead. your out now. I'm writing down the time code for this, uh, so okay, I okay. can tell uh, Alana and Josh to edit this out. Uh, Fifty minutes, fifty-three seconds. Yeah, sorry guys, I gotta I gotta head out a little bit earlier. I was gonna like rattle off some of the games they got coming out for the PS. Uh, PS5 2023 from Street Fighter to Final Fantasy to Diablo 4 to Payday, Starfield. They got they got they got some games that people want to play. Oh wait, I, I forgot I forgot Tekken 8. Also Tekken 8. They also got <laughs> Tekken 8. That's sons of bitches. But that will probably. But once again, no, that will also hit Steam P- though. Yeah, that's hitting PC. I mean, that will also hit Steam. That's that's what I was about to say. Like all these games, they're, they're also going to get transferred over to like to the PC and Steam. So like you know like I dude like. It's like when when uh, when the Android phone came out, like uh, it changed everything for cell phones. It changed it changed everything. Like maybe you you don't like Apple, you don't like Android, but like it did change the game of cell phones. It just it just did. And I feel like the Steam Deck is going to do the same thing. Oh, it already has. I mean, pretty much what it does is makes PC gaming cozy. Because that's the one thing console yeah. always had on PC. <laughs> you could get real cozy playing on your pl- on your console in the yeah. chair in your bed. PC got to be sitting up. Steam Deck. Mm-hmm. I'm under eight comforters. I'm <laughs> under eight fucking comforters, man. I got a hot cup of mocha and I got infinite space going on. Let's go. The future is here, my friend. Uh, I, Too I appreciate cozy. you guys giving me this, this opportunity. Episode one ninety nine. Of cheesy controller, like keep going, guys. Like I can't, I can't wait to see more. Oh, yeah. you guys every we, week. We're just speeding it. up, if anything. Like we are not. Yeah, like if anything, we are doing it's speeding up. We get more better. Right on, more up, better. Jalen, I can't wait to hang out and talk with you again. Like this has been a good conversation, and like, right? uh, like always, guys. You gotta take it easy. All right, keep it cheesy. Right, take it easy. <laughs> okay. So we got him out. Right, I don't even think we're going to finish this up. Cut it. Yeah. Let's just finish this up. I think we should just finish up. This is a good stop. Honestly, we should have just had him do the intro real quick and called it. But we can work with this. Let's go. Uh, I mean, well, yeah, I guess it's been a decent episode. We can I'm, for video. Right, because I heard you, you say the timestamp and it was like 53. Well, no, right. we're at 53 now. It was 50 minutes, 53 seconds. But I don't think we're going to cut any of this, actually, in the final product. So I don't even need that timestamp I wrote down. Uh, this has been a great episode 199. Thank you again, D, for coming out. Uh, remember, you can follow us all collectively around the internet, CheesyControllerPodcast.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Anton63X is Jalen. Squid Bishop. All right, you can find D at FTO Nerd Talk anywhere. Uh, remember, the Table Cheese show is available through the FTO Nerd Talk feed. So, anywhere you find Cheesy Controller and your podcast of choice, uh, you can also find FTO Nerd Talk. Check me out on Table Cheese on that. On a more, uh, I mean, we're already on a consistent basis. I was about to say more consistent, but it's not going to get more consistent. A different than kind of consistent. Every We've got to be more consistent, more better. More stronger. More harder. <laughs> All right. Uh, until next time, the video version is edited by Lana Twisted Mind. The audio version is edited by I Know Jones. This has been a No It's Good production. Until next time, keep it cheesy. <laughs>